It's Monday, November 6th, 2023. Season 2, episode 41 of What's Eating Kale. What kind of trouble can we get into today? How you feeling? How was your DST ending weekend? Um, we ended daylight savings time overnight, uh, Saturday into Sunday. Uh, so many problems with daylight savings time. Spent way too much time on that last week, but you know what? <laughs> it's awful. The only good thing about it is for a little while here, it'll be lighter in the morning. So last week, of course, it wasn't light out yet. It's roughly 20 after 6 in the morning. Um, the, uh, the bad thing is that, I mean, five o'clock last night, the lights were on in the house. It's just, it's depressing. We have a nice day in store for us today. So it'll be a little bit weird. It's supposed to be windy, but like 64, uh, I got to get out and mow my lawn for last time because I left it really long and, uh, I'm going to leave a bunch of grass, uh, just piles of it. It'll look like it needs to be bailed but uh it is what it is and i mean i gotta deal with it probably wind depending i'll probably have to deal with it next year when i need to like dethatch or something like that but at any rate uh daylight savings time sucks here we are it's a rocket sled to uh december 21st uh when the days start getting longer after that um so i you know we're counting down to christmas uh and the holidays um, I guess all holidays, right? I, I find it interesting, and I I wasn't planning on talking about this, so maybe we'll get into this in a different day, but I find it interesting that people get so offended when somebody says happy holidays rather than Merry Christmas. The thing is, is that, yes, there is Christmas, and there are other holidays too. I think that happy holidays uh, includes everything from, uh, you start saying it right around Thanksgiving, and then you got, you know, all the different, I mean, all the different versions of, you know, religious holidays that come in December and there's, I mean, there's just so many. There's, it's a holiday season and Christmas is one of them. I'm just saying, I don't know why people get so bad. Oh, it's Merry Christmas. No, it's, it's happy holidays. And on Christmas day or right around Christmas, uh, you can say Merry Christmas and you can do that. That there's, I don't know why there's a problem. I, I think that people are saying, whoa, 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 don't say Merry Christmas. That's a problem. I can say Merry Christmas. I can say Happy Run. I can say whatever I want. Why, why does it get everybody so bent out of shape? Anyway, I don't want to get into that. But uh, instead of talking about days till Christmas, I'm going to start talking about 57 days until the holidays are over. How about that? So that means January 2nd. It actually means January 1st, but... Uh, I actually, it is January 2nd, 57 days till January 2nd. And now the problem with January 2nd is this. Everybody's like, oh, thank God the holidays are over. It's a long way till the next holiday. <laughs> it's, you know, there's Martin Luther King Jr. Day in there. Uh, but I'm talking about like, you know, days where, uh, you know, people ha- like businesses are shut down for multiple days, you know, just because it's a certain holiday. You know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for Thanksgiving. You got, um, you know, a lot of times Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. 
Uh, depending on when Christmas Day falls, you might have the day after Christmas off. In same thing with New Year's, right? So I'm talking about that kind of a thing. Not a presidential holiday, not a Martin Luther King Day where some people observe, some people don't. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about massive, everybody's in on this. Um, so 57 days until that's all over with, but then it takes a while. And that's where I, that's the part of the year where it's like, oof, it's cold. You're not out as much. You just, you don't want, not, of course, it's not cold everywhere, but it is here where, where I live in Wisconsin. Uh, and it's a long ways. We try to break it up with a vacation in there. So hopefully that'll uh, help us break things up. But hey, 57 days until the holidays are over. How about that? Bunch of headlines to get to today. Um, interesting things going on. Uh, Matthew Perry was laid to rest on Friday. Um, that feels like a wrong song or wrong music to go into before you talk about someone's funeral. Um, Matthew Perry was laid to rest on Friday at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Los Angeles. Friends and family and friends cast were all, yeah, I'm sure they're friends, I guess. I don't know why that needs to be distinguished. But they were uh, all in attendance. Um, they all, and I'll say too, the family and the friends cast released some stock statements. Um, and they, you know, I, I, I don't think that there should be more than that from them. I mean, at some point in time, they can certainly talk about those things, but I think honestly, when it's so close and you're going to funerals and stuff like that, kind of leave me alone. I know I need to say something, but just, I'm not going to really wrap my head around everything right now and give you a great answer. So just, I think stock statements are great. Um, and I'm sure they will all open up about it someday and talk about how it impacted them. Uh, friends, friends of the family, family members, and, uh, friends, castmates, um, you know, producers and show writers and things like that have all talked about, uh, Matt's passing. And so at any rate, um, that's a, the, the Matt Perry news is now way down the list. Um, so, think uh we're getting past that uh fortunately and unfortunately um that is uh i i, I don't know how i feel about that i mean it was, it, friends is a big impactful show i didn't even watch it back in the day but i certainly have watched the whole thing recently and it's it's awesome uh even in in just the last week i've watched a few episodes just to um just to kind of i don't know i guess just, I don't know, remember him and just kind of laugh about the whole, you know, like how funny that series was and how impactful it really should have been on me, but it wasn't. Honestly, I think the problem for me was I was friend's age. I was like in my 20s, my late 20s. Um, I was doing too much. It was hard enough to even watch Seinfeld because I, I mean, honestly, I was in pool leagues a lot of those years and Thursday nights was pool league night. And we would be like, I remember catching part of those shows, then going and playing pool at whatever place that was. Uh, anyway, Ben and I uh, had a conversation last week about what Ben's relationship was like with friends. He's 39, practically 40. Know what I'm saying? Just about there. Uh, but enough younger that I wanted to understand like what that was like for him. Like, what friends meant to him back in the day. Um, for reference, I need to um, explain one thing because I, as I listened to our conversation, I realized that 
Ben and I had a camera so he could see what I was doing. In the 90s, it was common to call someone a loser by putting your, making, using your fingers to make an L on your forehead. And you, loser, and you put an L up on your forehead uh, with your fingers. Um, so that's important for you to understand <laughs> uh, prior to going into this. But here's my conversation with Ben uh, regarding his thoughts on friends and where he is at 39 years old with the passing of Matt Perry. So this is that conversation. I, uh, I tell a story uh, back in the day when Friends was popular. I was out at a bar <laughs> and uh, we, we were in radio at the time and a couple of us radio people were out at a bar and uh, we were hitting on a couple of attractive young lasses and uh, the one girl says, you look just like Chandler Bing from, from Friends. And I was feeling pretty cool, pretty awesome about myself. And somebody said something and I was going to make fun of him. Back in the day, if somebody, if you wanted, you'd put a big L on your head, like for loser. Uh-huh. And I went to throw an L up on my head to call somebody a loser. And I, my thumbnail <laughs> caught my forehead and I bled. Oh my God. <laughs> you did it with such veracity, with such <laughs> vigor that you cut yourself. Yep. And just proved exactly how cool I was. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, it was a good story. <laughs> <laughs> so you were riding high and then you blew it. Yep, and then I went home alone. Yep, that was, <laughs> that was pretty awesomeness right there. Um, you also have to make sure you use the right hand when you do the L. Yeah, right, especially in the camera. <clears throat> yeah, and you're right. I, I think I had to practice a couple of times just to make sure I do it. Which one now is it? <laughs> yeah, so I... <laughs> Definitely. And having him as a doppelganger must be like licensed when someone says that to be a little sarcastic or a little, uh, you could rib him a little bit more. Yeah. And, and, and put the emphasis in the wrong words and stuff like that. Could it be more, you know, like that <laughs> kind of sarcastic? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> could you be, I said to a friend the other day and he didn't even get it when he, we were talking about Matthew Perry's death. I go, could it be more tragic? And then he just goes right on like, well, you know, he had some health problems and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> Dude, that was such a great <laughs> reference right there. And you're just right over the top of it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's you uh, get that more than you got that more than just at that bar, though. Yeah, I, I'd gotten it quite a bit throughout my adulthood. Obviously, I don't think I look anything like him now. Um, first of all, he looked pretty rough. Second of all, I look pretty old. So, you know, it kind of I don't know. It didn't balance out the way it did back then. But yeah, back then I used to get it quite a bit. I think the mannerisms, too. I think that when you get me out of like if I'm not doing business, if I'm not doing something like that, when I'm in that kind of let's have fun mode, I'm probably animated in a similar way, I think. Yeah, I think there's some similarities in the voice and the delivery, which then carries it over where, yeah, you don't look exactly like him, but the the voice and some of the mannerisms are similar. So then that makes the comparison, I think, come into play. Being your age, I mean, wasn't wasn't friends like a staple for you or was that were you a little young for that? I was uh I was a teenager and in high school in, in the 90s, so I totally saw it. My mom loved it. I bet. Um, <clears throat> but I was definitely more into Seinfeld on the NBC sitcom sphere. That was more my show. I didn't mind Friends, but it always tried to tug at your heartstrings too, which I, which I'm fine with. But at the same time, I liked how Seinfeld never did that <laughs> as, a, as a, you know, a little teenage punk that was like so cool to me and they never, ever got emotional. But friends definitely did. But the funny moments were funny. And like, I've always remembered that that couch scene that I think is one of his most popular 
where uh, the David Trimmer character is yelling, pivot, pivot. Oh, yeah. Right when they're trying to carry. Shut up, up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Like, just that whole thing is really funny and some yeah. of their deliveries. So, yeah, I, I it definitely saw it, but it wasn't like prominent for me. If you. I cut that off a little bit bad. Next story. Uh, the Beatles new song now and then seems to be heading for number one uh, based on last week's number. Uh, last week's numbers. Uh, it'll be their 18th number one hit single. Uh, and it's been 54 years since their last number one hit single. So that's kind of cool. Uh, good song. Uh, I, it grew on me as I listened to it a few more times. Um, I, I liked it uh, quite a bit more. The uh, John Lennon voice uh, sounded very genuine to me. Um, there's a couple of moments where I feel like it's a little higher than I remember John Lennon's voice being. Um, but uh, I, I, the song's great, and I hope they, they get everything they want out of that song and that, that uh, we remember John Lennon and George Harrison with that tune. In tech news, 900,000 direct deposits were not made on Friday. That's a pretty tough deal. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but it hit our household. Um, we're very fortunate that we don't, you know, if one of us doesn't get paid on time, we're fine. Um, but Lisa's paycheck didn't hit her bank account. And it happened to a number of people where she works. And it actually happened to about 900,000 people uh, across the country because of a problem with the ACH system. The ACH system, uh, just so you're aware, is uh, responsible for processing about 74 million transactions every single day, totaling nearly $155 billion per day. In all of 22, nearly uh, $38.7 trillion in transactions. So this was kind of a big deal. This is now they're saying, well, it's less than 1% of our total. So they kind of just, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of news about it. We had to go looking around for whatever was going on. And... uh, Quite frankly, like for us, not a big deal, but for a lot of people, I mean, it's mortgage time. It's time to pay most of your bills. It's it's the first check in the month, and I, I don't even care what check. I, people live check to check sometimes, and um, you, you didn't get one, and you didn't get one on a Friday. Uh, and if it didn't happen to you, I don't think you'd even know this was going on. It, but 900,000 direct deposits were not made. It's almost, I mean, come on. Think all the groceries and mortgages and bills people couldn't pay. And it sounds like the problem is resolved now. And uh, depositors, this is another thing that kind of bothers me. If you're a depositor, you're a company and you pay your, your uh, employees, you have to redeposit. You have to reset up that transaction. And now, I mean, imagine what, you know, some people don't do direct deposits. A lot of people weren't affected by it, but a lot of people were affected by it. So now you have to go through, figure out who's affected by it because there's a number of banks. The big ones, primarily, Chase, U.S. Bank, uh, Wells Fargo, all hit. Um, and now you have to go through and figure that out. Repost. So for a smallish company, that's a pain in the ass. Probably for a big company, too. Seems like they would have more automated ways. But it's scary to me to think that this happened and barely made a blip on the radar. If I, if, I mean, I would, I'd be going to my company, hey, I didn't get my, I didn't get paid. And then my poor company's got to be like, swear to God, it's not us. We do, you know, it's not, you know, like, I mean, there's <laughs> this kind of a big effing deal. 
Uh, you have to go look for the story. It's not in any business news or any. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's it, it just shows you. Now, this is apparently some sort of one-off programmatic error that someone made. It was manual. It was a human error. Um, but by the same token, it just kind of shows you how fragile that is. Now, remember, I just said $38.7 trillion in transactions every year. What if there's a bigger problem? Now, the ACH system is broken up over multiple ACH service providers. So it shouldn't probably happen in a way where it you know, blows up the whole system, but uh, scary nonetheless. And I just feel, I don't know, I feel a little uh, like this should have been a bigger deal. And maybe like this is being covered up for some other reason, but... Uh, maybe it's also just nothing. I just can't imagine that this didn't have a bigger impact on people than what the they didn't cover it. I mean, no one really covered it. All right, so I just I wanted to touch on a topic real quick today. Um, it, we're talking about uh, AI, okay. Um, I have a lot of conversations with people about AI. A lot of people freaked out about AI. A lot of people excited about AI. A lot of people exploiting AI. A lot of people uh, being exploited by AI. So there's a lot going on with artificial intelligence right now. Uh, I, there was a, an astounding comment made by Elon Musk. Uh, last week I saw a headline on this and it just it blew my mind. First of all, I just want to say that Elon Musk, obviously a, a, a different kind of fellow, but he... Um, he has been uh, both a proponent and an uh, and, uh, advocate against AI. So he was like, we should slow down AI. And then he started a whole huge AI company right after that. Um, but he made this interesting statement regarding the future of AI. He was asked what he thought is going to happen as AI replaces so many human occupations. And his response to that was just, mind-blowing to me his response was and, and i'm just paraphrasing i'm just saying real basically what his the gist of what he said as ai progresses we won't need to work oh. okay that kind of changes things a little bit now there's going to be a lot of people put out of work where they don't have that income replaced for a long time before we ever get to that point uh, but that sounds kind of utopian, kind of sounds, you know, suddenly it's like, oh, that's not too bad. But if you think about it, if the economy was just always rolling, always, you know, and there's money coming in and taxes being paid and human beings don't have to do it anymore, it changes everything. Um, I don't know how you determine one's value or worth or, you know, it just becomes total socialist where everybody just gets paid the same, gets paid the same. I don't know, um, but that was just a mind blowing thing. Now, Elon Musk is no stranger to mind blowing, uh, I guess, statements. Uh, in his book Principles, Ray Dalio talks about a conversation he had with Elon Musk, where um, he asked him why he developed SpaceX. Why you know why? I mean, this is like a crazy undertaking. Right, like to just you're going to start launching things into space, space travel, uh, space stations, all all of it, right? And Elon Musk's response to that was, 
when I was a kid, I watched all these science fiction things and I became convinced and I am convinced to this day that something will happen to the earth where it will become uninhabitable and we'll have to go somewhere else. And so I want us to have a solution. And that's just a crazy, this is pre-COVID that he made that comment. Just crazy. Uh, when I say that, I don't. I mean it in a good way. Those are some pretty crazy, in, they're just wild statements. So that's what's eating kale today. Uh, tomorrow, the return of gratefulness. Uh, I wanted to do it last week, but other things prevailed. Until the next time, my friends, make it a good one.